0: You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while cultivating a life of freedom and purpose along the way. I'm your host, Nia Lewis. Let's jump right on in. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you for tuning in and listening each week. Also, if you're a weekly listener, I would love, love, love for you to leave me a review on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Your feedback really means the world to me and I wanna to continue to bring you content that is helpful and relevant. So give me some feedback about the topics you like or don't like and you know what you wanna hear more of and also your review can be completely anonymous if you'd like for it to be. All right, so jumping into this week's episode, as you can see, we're gonna be talking about marketing and the psychology of selling. Now, if you're having trouble selling your products, you're a new business and you're looking to increase sales and put your best foot forward, perhaps you've launched and you expected to have lots and lots of customers buying and and you've realized that selling is a little bit more difficult than you thought it was going to be. Whatever the case is for you as a small business owner, increasing sales is likely in the forefront of your, your attention and one of your top priorities in business, of course, because if we're not selling our products or services, we're not making any money, so um, I want to kind of help you guys recognize how selling works and how once you understand the psychology of selling, you can actually put your best foot forward to increase sales effectively for your business. So many times when we're just starting out, we focus on a lot of the wrong things To increase sales, we focus on things like branding, we focus on things like social media, content creation. When I say content creation, I'm talking about all of the pretty flyers and the graphics and the things we make on Canva. We focus on our logo. We want to completely redesign our website because we're not getting sales. But to be honest with you guys, those things that you that you focus on when your sales aren't going well are ultimately a waste of time. Um, I spent a lot of time focusing on a lot of the wrong things when I wasn't attracting the customers I wanted to attract. I was spending a lot of time on my business and not making any money and so I was like okay well, obviously I need to redo my website. That's why people aren't buying my products. That's why people aren't buying my services. That's why nobody's signing up for my workshops. That's why no one's booking one-on-one coaching calls. Obviously my website sucks, you know? So I'm going to spend three months redesigning my entire website and making a new logo and, you know, changing my color scheme because once I do all of that, obviously all of the the right clients are going to come you know, running to my website to, to you know, spend money on on what I want them to to purchase. Well, that was not the case. That doesn't work. Um, in some cases, maybe brand development, if, if that's really a big issue for you, that may be what you need to focus on. But for me, and what I've realized is nine times out of 10, a lot of small business owners spend time wasting time, on the wrong things that they think will increase sales when those are actually not the things they need to be focusing on at all to increase sales. So um, ultimately, there is a science to selling. And um, for most small business owners, without um, established trust or credibility, Uh, it's difficult to just tell someone to buy what you sell because you say it's great. That's just not enough. So the launch is exciting, but now what? You've launched your products. You know, you have a great website. You spent a lot of time on all of the background stuff, but now what? So I actually work for myself full-time. I, part-time, am am an adjunct communication professor, but my um, income primarily is through what I do in entrepreneurship. I depend solely on social media marketing and word of mouth marketing to attract clients. And really none of the marketing I do involves posting what I have for sale and just asking people to buy it. So I have a sale this week. This is an example I'm giving you now. So I have a sale this week. I'm selling my success journals. Buy one, get one free. Come buy it. It's great because I say it is. So come buy my journal. That's that's not what I do. That's what I see a lot of small business owners doing. Or here's another example. I'm launching my business or I want to take a new approach to promoting what I do. So I'm going to call up a graphic designer and get a beautiful flyer designed and I'm going to post it all over social media every day for, for 30 days. And I, I'm consistent. You know, I am driven. I am, you know, doing all the things I think I should be doing, but I'm not getting any sales. Okay. that That is what I see a lot of small business owners doing. So what I want to help you understand today is the psychology of selling and give you some practical tips you can apply to your marketing strategy now to help you more effectively connect with your target customer to sell more products. All right. So number one, you need to package the message you want your customer to know about your product based on what you know about your customer. You have to do research, learn about the needs of your customer. When I say package a message, what I'm talking about here is putting together what you want your customer to know about your product and thinking about how you're gonna distribute that message. That message can be distributed by way of social media. That message can be distributed by way of a social media caption. That message can be distributed via email. That message can be distributed via a mass text, you know? So when I'm talking about a message, creating a message, And message distribution, I'm talking about the text you use on on social media, on flyers, in interactions with customers. I'm talking about um, the types of captions you use on social media. I'm talking about the email blast you send out for your newsletter. These are all messages that you're using. That you're crafting, that you're creating, and delivering to your customer. These are all mediated messages. So you need to figure out what your customer needs, what they value, what's important to them about your industry, and pitch through a message information about your product, you know, whatever your product is, based on what your customer wants. Now, the best example I can give you here that I could come up with. Um, that, that relates to this, that'll really bring this this example and this concept here to life for you is a car salesman and the process you'd go through when you arrive at a dealership and you're looking for a new car. So you walk through the doors of a dealership and you are approached by a car salesman who immediately asks you, what are you looking for today? What are your needs? How many kids do you have? How many people need to ride with you every day? What is your budget? Okay, how much do you spend on gas? Do you need a hybrid car? Do you need a car that's good on gas? Okay, you want a truck, but can you afford a truck? Because I mean, we have a pickup, but we have the hybrid version as well that's better on gas. However, the hybrid version's a little more expensive here. So, you know, what's your budget for a monthly payment? You know, all these factors from how large your family is to how much you can afford. To what what you're hauling every day? Or are you, are you using this for work, or is this just an around the town vehicle? You know, so when you're going to look for a car, that car salesman needs to understand your needs entire in your needs in their entirety to be able to pitch to you that the right car that you're gonna sit in and fall in love with. And that's what car salesmen specialize in ultimately is understanding the needs of their customer to be able to put them in the vehicle that they want to go home in. Uh, they they want to understand the needs of their customer to be able to match that customer with a vehicle that, that fits the description of what they want so perfectly that they can't leave the dealership without that car. That's what car salesmen do. And so that's what you also need to do when you're pitching your, your product or your service to your customer. Now, when I say pitch, I'm not referring to some formal pitch like you know pitching your business to the Shark Tank. You, y'all seen that TV show. That's not the pitch I'm talking about. Every opportunity you have to interact with your customer and present your product to your customer in an engaging way, whether it's at a vendor event or whether it's at um, you know a networking event or whether it's on social media or whether it's via email or whether it's through the chat feature on your website, a customer asks you a question about your product. That is your opportunity, your unique opportunity every single time to pitch your product in the most effective way possible to who could potentially be a customer, a target customer, uh, a customer who's ready to spend money, a customer who's actively seeking something that, that you may have that they need. So I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to understand here. I talk to entrepreneurs all the time and it's always difficult for me to understand why you'd make a pitch about something before really understanding what that person wants or what they need or what they value. When I first started my business um, six years ago, I got so excited about my product and my business and what I had to offer the world, that I just wanted to tell anybody and everybody everything about what I thought was good about what I was offering. I spent so much time researching and developing my products, finding the greatest uh, possible vendor that I could find and afford. And I spent so much time on my website and (laughs) hours and hours on my packaging, and I, I just wasted so much time and money focusing on things that my customer didn't even care about. I mean, obviously, my customer wanted a quality product, and I spent a lot of time on that. But in terms of marketing and and promoting things about my product that I thought were important, what I thought was important didn't matter because I didn't understand what my customer thought was important. So every time I posted on social media, I would emphasize my new packaging and you know, how How much, how user friendly our website was, and all this stuff that ultimately didn't matter to the customer. My customer threw my packaging away most of the time as soon as they got it in the mail because they wanted to get straight to the product here. So I mean, think about it. You get a package from Amazon, you open it up, you toss the packaging in the trash because what you're here for is the product, not the packaging. So I was here promoting the, the things that didn't matter. I was focusing on all the wrong things and really what could have put me... a uh, you know, a step forward at that point instead of, um, you know, focusing on all the wrong things. What could have propelled me forward in that moment was understanding what my customer wanted, taking a minute. And this is a practical tip here. If you want to learn more about your customer, it's so simple. Do research. Research can be as simple as conducting a Facebook poll on your Facebook business page or in your Facebook group to ask your target customer what they value about products in your industry, what makes them want to buy product A over product B, for example. You can ask your customer questions like, uh, what stands out to them about the last products they bought that was similar to the products you sell? You know, questions that would allow you, um, or questions that if you knew the answers to them, you could uh, present your products to your customer in a way that was the most appealing to them. Now, where I'm going at with this whole idea of uh, packaging a message based on what you know about your target customer is the idea that when we know exactly what our customer wants, what they need, why they're looking for what they're looking for, why they've decided to potentially make a purchase such as one that would be for our business, the whole idea of knowing this is to be able to pitch our business, and our product to our customer in a way that communicates that our product is the best option for them. We want to package our message and our pitch to our customer that allows us to highlight aspects of our product that uh, draws our customer's attention to elements of our product that communicates that this is exactly what that customer needs. Uh, Think about it. If you sell t shirts, for example, and you your focus here, what what you think is unique about your product is the fact that your t-shirts have really really witty quotes on them. You have really sarcastic quotes that make people laugh and that's what you spend a lot of time focusing on is coming up with those quotes. So when you're marketing your t-shirts, you want that to be the core focus. I'm promoting these quotes. This is what I think is the most important about my t-shirts and people need to buy my t-shirts because of the quotes. All right. So maybe to a potential customer that is interested in your t-shirts, the quotes aren't the most important thing. They like your quotes, but really with they want in a t-shirt is a t-shirt that's soft, a t-shirt that's not going to shrink in the dryer, a t-shirt that is going to last them, you know, longer than 6 months. They they want to invest in a t-shirt that is going to become a part of their wardrobe for a long period of time, not just a fast fashion t-shirt. It's going to shrink after the first wear and then it's done. All right. So your focus here were that your, your focus was the quotes, you know, every time you posted about your t-shirt, you were posting about the fact that your t-shirt had these great quotes on it. Whereas your customer notices the quotes, they think, they think the quotes are funny, but they land on your website and they can't find any information about the material that your t-shirts are made out of. And they can't find any reviews on your social media about people who say that your t T shirts last longer than six to eight months. So that customer ultimately decides to shop with one of your competitors who has t shirts that have great quotes on them. But instead of just promoting the quotes, that competitor of yours also promotes the fact that their t shirts are long lasting. They promote the fact that they have customers who uh, are repeat customers and buy your T-shirts for their, their whole family because they last way longer than your average T-shirts and they throw them in the dryer and they don't fade and they don't shrink. And um, you know those are the aspects of the T-shirts that your competitor promotes because the difference between you and your competitor is that your competitor got to know their customer a little bit better instead of just focusing on what they thought was important about their T-shirts. And that's what I'm trying to get you to understand here is that uh, there are so many different aspects of what we do and what we sell that we can promote. But what we need to draw our customers attention to about our product is what is important to our customer, not what's important to us. So oftentimes our our vision or our perspective about our business is a little bit cloudy because we are plagued with what we are excited about pertaining to our business. So we're so excited about different aspects of our business that we're really passionate about that we kind of forget about what our customer values about what we sell. So for example, and then I'm just gonna give you guys one more example about this, and then I'm gonna wrap it up. I was gonna actually go on to another point about the psychology of selling, but I got so um, into this whole idea of message creation and distribution that I'm going to turn my second point into another podcast for next week. So I'll talk to you about that in a second. But this is one last example about how you can package a message to be the most appealing to your target customer. All right. So as you guys know, I'm a business coaching consultant and I talk to people all the time about their businesses and what they're struggling with to kind of figure out whether or not, What I offer is a good fit for them, okay? So um, I was talking to a young lady on the phone a few weeks ago, and she was telling me about her business and how she needed help with X, Y, and Z, and the fact that she was a new entrepreneur and she wasn't feeling so confident. And immediately, when I get into a conversation like this with an entrepreneur, I want to know everything about what they feel like they need. Because once I know what they need, I can highlight aspects of what I do as a coaching consultant so that my service offerings are the most appealing to them. Now, I offer a wide array of services from brand development. I build websites. I help entrepreneurs, I sit down with entrepreneurs and help them craft their brand. But I also offer um, mindful I offer uh, coaching sessions on mindfulness, so I help entrepreneurs overcome mental blocks that are keeping them from achieving their greatest potential in entrepreneurship. Now, that's also what I do. Now, and one entrepreneur may need help with both of those services, but there may be an entrepreneur who who already has their branding down packed, and they could they could care less about hearing anything about brand development because really they're just struggling with confidence and and they're struggling with coming to terms with being their own boss and they're struggling with waking up every day and and having the motivation and determination to keep going when they're not getting the results they thought they would in entrepreneurship. So um, there may be an entrepreneur that needs my help in both of those, those areas of expertise, but what I'm saying is that not every entrepreneur cares to hear about brand development and not every entrepreneur cares to hear about mindfulness. So once I understand what, a particular entrepreneur needs help with, I can say, okay, well, I'm understanding what you need and here's what I can do to help. Um if an entrepreneur says, "Hey Nia, I'm interested in business coaching." tell me more about what you do. And I tell them about what I do and nothing that I say aligns with what they need at all. They're going to mentally block me out and they're going to automatically decide, okay, I don't need Nia. She didn't say anything that appeals to what I need help with. So the conversation's basically over and I can't wait until she stops talking so I can kind of end this and tell her I'll think about it and I'll contact her if I'm interested. But really, I'm never going to contact her because nothing she said was relevant to what I need to know about, okay? So you see what I mean here? Uh, If you sell something and and you're posting on social media and everything you're posting is the exact opposite of what your target customer wants and needs and values, then your customer is going to glaze over your content all the time and scroll past it because nothing you post aligns with what they're looking for. So there's so much value in just taking a moment to do some research and understanding the psychology of selling The main point here is to allow your customer to tell you what they need before you jump the gun and tell them what you do. Now, I just want you to ask yourself this question, and I'm wrapping it up here. I want you to ask yourself, why would you make a pitch to someone about something before understanding what that person really wants? again sometimes we get so excited about our product or services that we want to promote all the things we think are great about our business before understanding what our customer what would stand out to our customer about our business before really understanding what our customer wants and what our customer needs so uh, selling can be overwhelming but when you get selling down to a science and really think logically about how you can package your product how you can promote your product in a way that most appealing to your target audience, you can be a lot better at pitching your product to your potential customer and you can actually ultimately increase sales in this way. If you're an early stage entrepreneur and you are feeling overwhelmed and you're finding that and increasing sales or getting a sale in general is, become, is, is more difficult than you imagined it would be. I really urge you to take a step back and do some audience-centered research to spend some time and resources uh, researching the psychology of selling, learning more about how you can apply this concept to your industry, learn more about conducting research, and, and take a step back and do some polls to learn more about what your customer values, what they want, what they need, and learn about what's most appealing so- psychologically to your customer as it pertains to your industry. Now, to conduct research, you don't just have to do polls. You can also conduct interviews or, or you can also put together a focus group of beta testers. So just, you know, a group of customers that you trust that have supported your business in the past that will give you their honest opinion about what you do and how you can better approach um, connecting with your target customer in the future. So those are just some ideas that you can apply to your business right now to, to start learning more about what your customer wants and needs. If this conversation about the psychology of selling was appealing to you, you want to check out next week's episode, which is going to be about persuasive appeals. So generally, there are three reasons why people buy things. And those three reasons are that whatever they buy appeals to logic. It makes sense for them. It appeals to emotion. It is emotionally appealing to them. Or they buy things because the business that they're supporting is credible and to them trustworthy. So I'm going to talk about why persuasive appeals are important and how you can use persuasive appeals to inform your marketing strategy and how you sell and pitch your products to customers. So that's all I have for this week. Um, If you're listening and you want to connect with other bosses, join my Facebook group called Hustle with Purpose. That's Hustle with Purpose. And you can visit my website, mewithpurpose.com, to learn how you can sign up for one-on-one business coaching. I hope these tips help you in your journey as an entrepreneur, and as always continue to move onward upward and forward I hope you have an excellent week and I will be back next week with another episode until next time